What's up, everybody? It's your host, Kia Flow. Mm-hmm. You are tuned into episode 12 of WKFLO Rhythm Release, <laughs> where the flow just don't stop. You know it don't stop. Let me get comfortable. How are you all out there in Spotify land? Does my mic sound nice? I'm just trying to get adjusted here. Excuse, excuse me. Mm-hmm. See, that's the beauty of a podcast. You can just be as real as you want to be. You ain't got nobody standing all over your shoulders like, get this right. Normally, it's me that's saying that to myself, standing over my own shoulders, but feels better when it's me. You know, I'll take it less personal. <laughs> but how have you all been? It's been a whole, almost two weeks, really, child, since the last time y'all saw me. Because <laughs> it was my birthday. <laughs> Yes, I had an amazing time. I had an amazing time. It was beautiful. I had a surprise party. Um, my husband took me out to this restaurant that I've grown to love, which is called 131 Main here in Charlotte. And uh, my friends, like I said, I had a surprise party. So my friends were there, had lights put up in the backyard. It was so funny. They they really fooled me. Even though I still had my suspicions, you know, you're going to be nosy. But they still fooled me. That's the thing about it. I, you could really surprise me on on various levels. It's, it's levels to it with me. Because, child, <clears throat> I'd be looking for a surprise. <laughs> but it feels good to be another year wiser. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just happy that I was able to bring it to you all. And a uh, few things, you know, if you haven't uh, paid attention to the title of the show, I can't see myself not listening to music. You may discover that there is a theme. It's going to be one of those podcasts where I don't say what the theme is. But if you figure it out, feel free to put it in the comment section on YouTube if you want to. Or if you have followed me on my Facebook group, WKFLO Rhythm Release, uh, you can put it in there as well. Uh, in that group, I am looking for some experts uh, when it comes to this music thing. So be sure to interact while you're there. 
And uh, thank you to everybody who interacts uh, on YouTube. I went live for the first time the other day and it was so hilarious. And it felt like it was my homegirls and my mama in the room with me. It really felt good. And so <clears throat> I've been wanting to be able to go live on YouTube. I guess I didn't understand the guidelines, but I, however, I was able to go live. And so you all may continue to see me do that. Uh, that will probably be more scheduled, let you know well, I'm going live. I go live every day at this time. So, but uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, actually, along with this episode, I'm just wanting to let you all know that <clears throat> This may be the last episode I record for a while, but when I was thinking about it, I was like, I actually still have one more week to get out one episode, but I don't want to make any promises. So there may be an episode 13 before I go on my break. Um, however, uh, I just ask that everyone just who knows the word of prayer or uh, meditation or well wishes, whatever, send it to your host. She's going to have a major surgery, third person. I'm going to have a major surgery um, next month. And so your girl going to be resting and healing, um, praying that all things goes well. You know, we're going to uh, pray over those doctor's hands and everything like that and just my body, you know. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm nervous, but I'm also looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to uh, feeling better. And I plan on talking more about it. And whenever y'all see me do this, I apologize. But I, when I put on makeup, I don't know if I don't rub some up in my nose. <laughs> and if you're on Spotify, of course, you don't know what I'm talking about. But I literally, you'll you'll see me do this to my nose. And it's every time I put on makeup, for some reason, um, my I think it's the nose hairs and uh, makeup dust and my the air coming from my nose they all fighting for attention somewhere and so it, it just but <laughs> that was a great segue from talking about the surgery um but yeah so either way um, once I'm good and healed, y'all actually, I was thinking, y'all know how real I am. I actually was thinking of doing episode 14 in my bed because uh, I'm bringing my bed down, down to the studio and because I can't afford to go upstairs and my bedroom is up, upstairs. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be down in the studio down here and I'm having my bed here. And so I'm thinking of actually, you know, putting the camera on my bed and, and doing an episode until I'm able to get back in my setup. But um, anyway, I've been talking long. We're definitely about to go ahead and get into it. Um, I know I didn't touch the highlight and that's because I highlighting two people. And as I'm recording and speaking to you right now, I still have not figured out you know how I'm going to do both of them but they're going to be done both on this episode and um of course you're getting your history on this day in black music history y'all know the format y'all know what it is when you step into this class WKFLO rhythm release where the flow just don't stop put that put that on your transcript huh let them know what you learned from your instructor your host Kia Flow. But either way, we're about to go ahead and get right into it. Our first song is coming from 1968 with the one and only Etta James. I thought I had her on my playlist 
uh, or on my show, excuse me, but uh, according to my records, I have not played Etta James yet. But I'm going to double check on that, though, because I really felt like I, I played Etta James. But when I did my find function, uh, she didn't pull up. But uh, this is I'd Rather Go Blind. Um, again, came out of 1968. I want y'all to tune in and listen up. This is WKFLO Rhythm Release, Weather Flow. Just don't stop. Welcome back. Was you grooving those two? <laughs> Decided to say something different this time. Was you grooving to those two? Starting us off with Etta James with I'd Rather Go Blind, which came out again in 1968. And that song you just heard was Minnie Ripperton with Inside My Love, 1975. Mm-hmm. That came out 46 years ago. Hmm. I uh, couldn't wait to get Minnie Ripperton on my show. There's so many artists. Please don't think. <laughs> I don't think y'all think that, but please don't think that people ain't gonna get played because they gonna get played. They gonna get played. Now some get played a couple more times than others, but that's just the way the cookie crumbs. Other than that, they gonna get played, and that's a great reason why you should be in my Facebook group and also commenting on my YouTube channel. Thank you all for the subscriptions. I did get a boost because I had to throw a little fit on Facebook. It's okay though. Thank you all, everyone who subscribed after I threw my fit. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. I mean, I, to me, it wasn't a fit. It was just me talking, but you know, I'm gonna go ahead and call it that before somebody else does because you know they will. But um, thank you for the subscriptions. Uh, remember to always give my video a thumbs up if you can. But um, listen, I want to go ahead. I figured it out. I figured it out. I'm going to go ahead and do the first uh, highlight. And then we're going to, you know, just keep it moving right along. This is probably going to be a little longer show, but it's, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so first on this episode, we will be highlighting Blind Blake, and that is his name. And I'm actually going to go to my phone. I actually, I finally brought my backup phone because I use my other phone to record. Blind Blake, and it says, little is known about Blake's life. Promotional materials from Paramount Records indicate he was born blind and give his birthplace is Jacksonville, Florida. And it seems that he lived there during various periods. He seems to have had relatives in Patterson, Georgia. Some authors have written that in one recording, he slipped into a Geechee or Gullah dialect, suggesting a connection with the Sea Islands. Blind Willie McNeil indicated that Blake's real name, excuse me, Blind Willie McTell, 
and he's actually another one that I came across, but he indicated that Blake's real name was Arthur Phelps, but later research has shown this is unlikely to be correct. In 2011, a group of researchers led by Alex Van Der Toek published various documents regarding Blake's life and death in a journal, Blues and Rhythm. One of these documents is his 1934 death certificate, which states he was born in 1896 in Newport News, Virginia, uh, to Winter and Alice Blake. His mother's name is followed by a question mark, though. Uh, nothing else is known of Blake until the 1920s when he emerged as a recording musician. Blake recorded about 80 tracks for Paramount Records from 1926 to 1932. He was one of the most accomplished guitarists of his genre and played a diverse range of material. He is best known for his distinctive guitar playing, which was comparable in sound and style to ragtime piano. He seems to have lived in Jacksonville and to have gone to Chicago for his recording sessions, at one point having an apartment at 31st Street and Cottage Grove Avenue, according to Van Der Turk. He apparently returned to Florida for the winter, and in, in the 1930s he was reported to be playing in front of a Jacksonville hotel. Uh, he did uh, marry Beatrice McGee around 1931. In the following year, he made his final recording at the Paramount headquarters in Grafton, Wisconsin, just before the label went out of business. For decades, nothing was known of him after this point, and it was rumored that he met with a violent death. Uh, Reverend Gary Davis, which is another a blind musician heard he had been hit by a streetcar in 1934. Bill Big Bronzy thought that he had frozen to death after falling over drunk during a Chicago blizzard and was too overweight to get back up. The research of Van de Turk suggests that Blake stayed in Wisconsin, living in Milwaukee's Brewers Hill neighborhood, where Paramount boarded many of its artists. He seems not to have found work as a musician. In April of 1933, he was hospitalized with pneumonia and never fully recovered. On December 1st, 1934, after three weeks of decline, Beatrice Blake summoned an ambulance. He suffered a pulmonary hemorrhage and died on the way to the hospital. The cause of death was, death was listed as pulmonary tuberculosis. He was buried in Glen Oak Cemetery in Glendale, Wisconsin in a unmarked grave. And that is the life of Blind Blake. Now, um, what prompted my highlight uh, for these artists was because I was looking for a male blues musician to highlight. And he and the next artist that I will be uh, covering stood out to me. And so from that, and you'll uh, see later on in the show, you know, how it all ties together and how you may be able to figure out what the theme is. But either way, <laughs> 
I digress and we moving right along because we still got more music. We are going to 1986 to Oren Jones, excuse me y'all, Oren Juice Jones uh, with his song In the Rain. Um, y'all tune in and listen up. This is WKFLO Rhythm Release. Well, the flow just don't stop. Welcome back. Did you enjoy that one? Mm-hmm. How many of y'all remember that one? I always thought it was orange juice, but we ain't gonna say nothing. I think, you know, that's that's what he was doing on purpose. And actually, um, there's a, a YouTube channel that I follow, Ty Said, with Ty Said. And uh, he makes, I don't know if they have a show together that they do, but he's on her show live pretty, uh, on her channel live pretty often. So it's good to see that he's still around and kicking it. And I think he a, he a trash talker. That's what I think, but I don't know. It's just out of even even going in, but anyway. So um, hopefully that one took you back down memory lane. Now um, I don't want to you know be too long winded because we got another artist to get into, and this is the first for rhythm release at least uh, season two. I may have covered two artists or a few artists um, on season one when I was you know getting my feet wet, but look at where we at now. And look at where we going. Somebody, you better talk to them. You better talk to them. Mm, mm, mm. It's because of y'all. Y'all help me grow. Y'all help me grow. Yes. Anyway, I ain't going to uh, keep going. I am, but I ain't because we got this artist to go into. Uh, the next one is Blind Lemon Jefferson. And I just want you all to know that these uh, articles uh, come from Wikipedia on this episode today. Um, I just, you know, skimmed through, got a few things out, and uh, we're going to talk about it. But feel free, whenever um, you hear me uh, research or cover an artist, do your do your own research as well to find out more information. And once you find that out, put it in the YouTube comments. That's how we get the conversation going. Um, real quick, the Jesse Belvin uh, story. Um, I covered what I had read and I had seen an episode uh, um, on YouTube and that's what made me cover his story. And so under my comments, shout out to Big Brother Mike, he provided a whole nother part to that story that I don't think I had even heard or read about when um, doing my research on him. And so another channel that I follow and I've I've shouted out these channels quite a few times on, on my uh, series, but another channel I follow, they did a more in-depth story of Jesse Belvin uh, just last week. And they were two 
uh, talking about some of the things that one of the commenters on my channel talked about. So that's why I say whatever it is that you know, put it in the comments so that we can know these things. Because I didn't know that, you know, it was some racial tension and uh, possibly some foul play that was involved in Jesse Belvin's and his wife's death. So, you know, it's always good to just know, you know, just to know, just to know. But uh, back on Blind Lemon Johnson, it says that um, he was born September 24th of 1893. Um, he was an American blues and gospel singer, songwriter, and musician. He was one of the most popular blues singers of the 1920s and has been called the father of Texas blues. Due mainly to his high-pitched voice and the originality of his guitar playing, Jefferson's performances were distinctive. His recordings sold well, but he was not a strong influence on younger blues singers of his generation who could not imitate him as easily as they could other commercially successful artists. Later blues and rock and roll musicians, however, did attempt to imitate both his songs and his musical style. Jefferson died in Chicago uh, at 10 a.m. on December 19th, 1929, of what his death certificate says was probably acute myocarditis. For many years, rumors circulated that a jealous lover had poisoned his coffee, but a more likely explanation is that he died of a heart attack after becoming disoriented during a snowstorm. Some have said that he died of a heart attack after being attacked by a dog in the middle of the night. In his 1983 book, Tolbert's Texas, Frank X, Tolbert claims that he was killed while being robbed of a large royalty payment by a guide escorting him to Chicago Union Station to catch a train back home to Texas. Paramount Records paid for the return of his body to Texas by train, accompanied by the pianist William Ezell. And that was a brief, short life or story of, and actually he did live a short life, um, of Blind Lemon Jefferson. Paramount uh, definitely has popped up in both of these stories and both of these deaths have various rumors as to how they died. But we ain't gonna go there. Uh, that was the wrap up of, of, of the highlights. However, I did want to point out, you know, again, I was looking for, you know, blues musicians and those two uh, stood out to me, Blind Blake and uh, Lemon, Blind Lemon Jefferson. And so I decided to look up other artists, um, blind musicians uh, that, you know, we may not have known about. And of course, we know about Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder. But then there is uh, Marcus Robert, Art Tatum, Blind Willie Johnson, Blind Willie McTale, which we heard about him, Reverend Gary Davidson, Davis, excuse me, we heard about him as well, and North Carolina's own Blind Boy Fuller. Um, I also found uh, Blind, I don't know if I said Blind Willie Johnson, um, I said Marcus Roberts, Blind John Davis, then we have uh, Al Hibbler was another one that I found, and George Shearing. 
Um, and just uh, a mentionable because I like him is Ronnie Millsap. But anyway, uh, those are some blind musicians, uh, plenty more, but you know what WKFLO Rhythm Release is all about, right? You know we got to get our shine, right? So much love to those artists who, in spite of having what uh, many may refer to as a disability, uh, much love to them for not allowing that to stop them and actually in those times they it probably wasn't even the thing of oh I'm gonna stop you know that probably wasn't even a thing to think of you know you can only you know move forward and in spite of they still pursue their passion and were able to leave a legacy so uh if any of those artists you know interest you be sure to look them up I always like to thank the artists especially if they are our ancestors for, you know, laying out the foundation uh, for us to be able to go back and uh, listen to the great work and learn about their stories. So we're about to keep this show moving right along. And we are going to 1994 with my girl, Mary J. Blige and her song, My Life. So y'all tune in and listen up and come back. This is WKFLO Rhythm Release. Weather flow. Just don't stop. Welcome back. Did you enjoy those? Hmm. Starting us off <laughs> was my girl. You know I had to pull it out. I've been slipping, y'all. I've been slipping. My girl, Mary J. Blige, with her 1994 hit, My Life. Um, This is a banger. This is one that is... It's going to go down in history as a classic. You know what I'm saying? Straight up like that. And then that uh, song you just heard was I Can't by Life Jennings, which was off of my favorite album of his. Um, that that album there got played till it popped. That that CD. Scratch, played, popped. That's all I can say. Pop, played, scratch, popped. Or pop, play, scratch. I don't care. It was pop. It was played to the pop. <laughs> no more. Thank God for streaming. Um, listen, hopefully you all uh, enjoyed uh, those cuts. I'm going to go ahead and uh, let y'all get y'all history today on this day in black music history. October 24th. <laughs> Not September, because that's sure who I was just now. But the number one song in 1970 was I'll Be There by the Jackson 5. And then birthdays, celebrations, we have Sony Terry, which was, and I called him Sony, Sonny, my bad. Sonny Terry was born in 1911. While editing this video, I discovered that Sonny Terry actually became blind by the age of 16 uh, that was not put in on this day in black music history and I found it ironic and decided to input into this video 
continue on. Willie Mabin was born in 1925. The Big Bopper was born in 1930. Betty Swain or Swan was born in 1944. And Monica was born in 1980. Happy birthday to all of you. And anyone else celebrating a birthday on the 24th, go ahead and give an early birthday shout out to my best friend, Tina. Her's not on the 24th, but it's coming up in a few days. Don't ask me which one, because I always get her confused with Sean. Rest in peace. One of them is on the 26th and one of them is on the 29th. I always confuse them. And actually, the funny thing is one of them might be like on the 25th. <laughs> one of them on the 26th. But I always see 26, 29. It's something about six or nine. Don't sh- hush. Something about those numbers that always get transposed. Um, but anyway, some other things that happened on October 24th, 1942. Billy Holiday hit the R&B parade with Traveling Light as band vocalist with the Paul Whitman Orchestra. The record spent three weeks at number one. And then in 1960, Jerry Butler's He Will Break Your Heart charted en route to number one R&B for seven weeks. And it was number seven on the pop charts, making it Butler's biggest solo hit of 59 R&B chart entries between 1958 and 1983. Do you understand me? And then in 1991, Fats Domino Day was proclaimed in New Orleans by Mayor Sidney Bartholomew. Listen, these artists be out here doing it on this day in Black music history. Thank you, you all, for, you know, the blueprint that y'all have just been setting from way back then. I just love to read what happened on these days with these artists they was out here moving and shaking do you child okay but uh hopefully you enjoyed that make sure i hope you took some notes and uh be ready for the test that's coming up on this day in black music history (laughs) boy i wish child anyway um i just want to thank you all for you know following and subscribing and sharing and commenting and liking my videos thank you so much to anchor spotify and youtube for providing me the platform for me to get free on if you have any questions comments or concerns you want to send a dedication or a song request you want to sing my jingle or you just want to send your girl some well wishes email me at info flotainment.com and be sure to follow uh wkflo rhythm release on instagram as well as flotainment on instagram my kia flow page is shut down for right now because i'm trying to bring more attention to these other two projects and kia flow right now hasn't really been doing much performances so we're gonna put her on pause she's still here she the host I, yeah i am right here i ain't going nowhere <laughs> but as far as the poetry goes we're, we're still there we're still there but Ain't nothing really been shaking for me right now. So I'm just going to be honest and say that, you know, my interest just is being where, where is that for me? Um, but, you know, I'm a messenger by birth. So the words that I put on paper will never stop. I'm, I'm always writing, but I just haven't decided what I want to put the camera. And that's for real, for real. But uh, other than that, I just always just want to thank you and um i really don't have anything else to say but that uh i'm just here to put a groove in you 
I have no control over what you go out in this world and do. But as long as the moves made benefit more than just you, don't be afraid to allow the music in your heart to supersede you. Now, when it's all said and done, the patient will have the last laugh, while greed and grief will knock the impatient off of their path. You see, money didn't come into circulation when it touched their hands, so what's destined for you and me can't be stopped by no man. I'm your host, Kia Flo, and this is WKFLO Rhythm Release, where the flow just don't stop. And we are ending this episode out in 2016 with Party Next Dope featuring Drake, their song, Come and See Me. Ha! <laughs> what you thought? <laughs> this got an R&B vibe to it. I want y'all to tune in and listen up and come back and be blessed. Peace. W-W-W-W-W-K-F-L-O, where the flow just don't stop, 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 stop. Y'all like my little echo? I do.